Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the Pickup WNBA podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Niker. And I'm your host, Freddie Rivas. And this is episode 39. That's right. This is episode 39. It has aged us. It has aged us. It has surpassed us in age. Yeah. In a good way. In a good way. It's like dog years, but podcast years. Yeah. It hasn't made us feel older. No, not at all. It's outlived us. Not at all. I uh, I, got to tell everyone uh, I'm going through a bit of a, a situation this morning. um my coffee machine is broken um i'm very like emotional about my coffee machine her name's bertha she's not a coffee machine she's an espresso machine uh bought her during the pandemic because i used to be a go to work every day buy myself my latte kind of person and then i was like i can't do this mediocre coffee thing sure i gotta bring this home i gotta start making lattes here Started making lattes, became an at-home barista, Mm -hmm. and now she's broken down, and I don't know what's happening. I've been emotional about it. I got my period today. I was telling Freddie all about it. (laughs) Not that he'll want to hear about it. I was telling Freddie all about it. It's nine days early. Uh, It's been nine days early for the past several months now. I've been getting it every three weeks instead of four weeks, and I didn't need this to happen the day my... My beautiful Bertha decides to break down. So we're going through it right now, everyone. I have McDonald's on the way. (laughs) People are going to be like, why are you recording? Look, we are very busy people. This is our time to record. If it didn't happen right now, would it happen? So my McDonald's is coming in 10 minutes. I'm going to feel better once that happens but we'll we'll see if it's 10 minutes or not because it's like literally snowing right now here in toronto it could easily it's, be more yeah. than that <laughs> it's the beginning of a snowstorm here uh also there's a storm in Catherine's apartment yeah, um, a lot's going on uh, yeah yeah down yeah. coffee machine a sped up cycle also i don't want to add to it but Please. uh minor thing but big thing too uh, it's not episode 39. It is episode 40. Oh, that's right. So wow. uh, we are we are 40 years old. We are middle aged. Officially. Well, I feel middle aged. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, feels about right. Oh, my God. I actually don't feel middle aged at all. I still feel like a child in many ways. I feel like I like. But I think that's just more to do with my lifestyle. Like I'm mm-hmm. still out at night all the time mainly because of stand-up comedy but you know what i mean like i only just in the last few months started to feel like oh i don't actually feel like being out all the time but that like just started happening for me yeah i feel like really immature but my like my body's aging yes so it's like oh weird i can't run for a bus but like i can make like immature jokes 
Yeah, so, like my body's telling me. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like, oh, I met the love of my life and now we're we're going to have babies and now I'm going to be home more. No, it's like a very different trajectory yeah. for me. Um okay, madness, absolute madness here this morning. So much uh going on in the NBA or the NBA, the WNBA. I know what podcast I'm on right now. Yeah um this is this is wild everyone please keep listening i promise you we will have our shit together this episode um there's so much going on uh we're gonna get into all the the john quill jones stuff uh everything that's going on with stewie her her tweets her her uh announcing how she wants to subsidize chartered flights and yeah. everything but uh freddie we've got a date for our game in toronto it's going to be May 13th, and it's the Chicago Sky versus the Minnesota Lynx. Um, let's fucking go. You know what I mean? Yes. This is so huge. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm i going to make sure I tweet this out. Um, not that I have some kind of massive platform, but, but you know, when we get closer to the event. But uh, for anyone that's not uh, from Toronto or in Toronto or aware of the like Toronto media landscape, uh, for the longest time, people have been saying that we need a WNBA team. We deserve a WNBA team, which I, I totally agree with. But this is our opportunity. Um, and I hope that every single person who has expressed that sentiment uh, is ready to pay for tickets, ready to show up mm -hmm. and ready to go wild for a preseason game. This is the audition and we, yep. we have to knock it out of the park. I completely agree. This is absolutely our audition. Um, I was complaining. I've complained on this podcast about too. So I, you know, similar complaints multiple times complaining about the same thing. People who want a WNBA team, they wear the orange hoodie and then they don't watch the games and it's mm -hmm. very infuriating. It's very performative. So we need all of these people to show up. I mean, obviously people who listen to this podcast, they care, they're engaged. Yeah. Right. So, you know, we'll probably see a lot of you there, which is very exciting. Um, yeah. Freddie and I are attempting to get media credentials for the game. We don't know if we'll be able to pull it off or not, but we're certainly trying. Yeah. And uh, if you we'll know someone powerful, let us know. We want to be there. <laughs> we want to talk to people. We lack nepotism. Help us. Yes, we we are not nepo babies. <laughs> we are not nepo babies uh, of any kind. Um, yeah, so you know we're we're trying. We are very much trying. Um, if we aren't able to pull that off, then I imagine we'll still get tickets and and just go as fans just to experience it. But yeah, we're we're working on that. So fingers crossed. And. Um, yeah, it would be such an honor to be able to deliver this game to you in that way. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I don't necessarily know like what I would ask the players and stuff like that. But, you know, we have tons of time to figure that out. Um, May is a big month for me. I'm seeing Janet Jackson in concert that month. Wow. I paid for the meet and greet. So I'm going to get to meet Janet Jackson. That's it's like time. it's huge. It cost me the um, it cost me a lot of money. So. Uh, <laughs> and we all know Janet Jackson is from what state? Uh, she's from Indiana. Yep. That's Fever. Fa Gary, Indiana. 
We're going <laughs> to, Catherine, make sure to say that once an episode. Um, you better, you better know where the Jacksons are from if you listen to this pod. Um, I, I'm a ridiculous human being. I know. And I'd be that person, be like, everyone's interviewing the players. Let me talk to Cheryl Reeve. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let me be like, how are you doing post fouls? What's going on with the rebuild? Mm. Talk to me about Prince's affiliation with the team. You know? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, um yeah, I uh I definitely hope we both get to go too, because there's a there's a scenario where maybe it's only one of us, and that makes me very sad. So um it would be sad. Um we, we need to we need to be there together, but if it's only one of us, you know, I've said this before, but I feel like Catherine, it should be you. It shouldn't be Aww. like, you know, it shouldn't be like, okay, there's one person. I guess the man's got to go. Um, <laughs> I feel like that's a bad move, but I hope that we can both go. Listen, uh, if my coffee machine breaks down and I get my period again, you'll have to sub in for me. <laughs> sub in. I'd be like, listen. If I have a morning like this. Hey, are you're not Catherine. I'm not. But let's just say the cycles are moving too fast. So I'm here today. <laughs> Um, but man, this is huge. Like, you know, Engelbert has basically all but said, this is an explicit audition. Um, it's a market test as well. They, they, uh, they, it's a big deal that it's in Scotiabank. They want, um, you know, those almost 20,000 seats full. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, obviously, you know, there's Canadian players involved, uh, with the game from both squads, um, regionally, they're close, Minnesota and and uh, and Chicago, like you know, to a certain degree. But uh, yeah, this is this is a huge, huge deal, and um, I mean, it, it's awesome to be doing this podcast, and I feel like in a way be rewarded with this. Like I'm, mm -hmm. I'm just really, really excited. I hope it's a prelude to more, uh, more basketball in Canada, more basketball in Toronto. Engelbert also said that. Uh, the Canadian viewership has been going up and up and up and there's roughly 5 million W viewers um, in Canada now, which is, uh, which is awesome. 5 million. Yeah. Apparently that's, that's what, uh, that, that's what she said. And, you know, we're a country of less than 40 million people. So we're like 39. So yeah, it's a pretty big chunk of the population that's watching the W. Yeah. I'm like, I almost don't even believe it. Are we sure? Yeah, I mean that's what oh, I can I can I can now I'm unsure uh, because because you brought it up that doesn't yeah you know what like listen I'm gonna I'm gonna double check that hopefully I'm not it's like what should be like five thousand um, <laughs> um by the way my McDonald's is still ten minutes away so we we wow. predicted that we predicted that ten minutes away from being ten <clears throat> minutes away how dare you McDonald's okay well while we check that I'm gonna introduce uh, our next story is that cool sure. Freddie yeah so yeah we gotta talk about this Dierica Hamby situation um she's claiming the Aces bullied and manipulated her after the team learned she was pregnant so here's what's happening she's been traded to the Sparks um in what you know people are definitely shocked by this trade she's been with uh the aces uh ever since it was you know part of san antonio so she's been there her entire uh career 
Um, and she thinks this is uh, discrimination, that she is being traded because she's pregnant. And so the WNBA is now the Players Association or Players Union, uh, to be clear, is uh, launching an investigation to ensure that this wasn't uh, discrimination and that this was, you know, quote unquote, just part of the business. Um yeah, so she had agreed to a two-year contract extension with um, with Vegas in June, and I guess there's some uh, discrepancy over whether or not they knew she was pregnant during the signing. Uh, Hamby says that they did know. Um, this article I'm reading in CBS News is definitely from Hamby's side. She's the one being interviewed. She's the one being quoted. Uh, the Las Vegas Aces have not yet, according to this article, uh, mm -hmm. made any statements about the situation as of this recording. So very interesting. Um, you know, she did announce to fans that she was pregnant um, during their championship parade. So, yeah, it was a big moment. <clears throat> yeah, huge moment. Legend. Remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> And so, yeah, this has definitely took a turn. Um, you know, it's just sad. Like, I just, I feel for Dierica a lot. I mean, we all know it's hard to be traded. Um, it's always sad to see a fan favorite go to, you know, another scenario. And I would consider her a fan favorite of the Aces franchise. For sure. Um, you know, she won six, uh, six man of the year with them for a few years. I think it was like back to back, like two years in a row. And yeah, she's obviously shocked and sad to be leaving, but this element of, you know, possible discrimination is definitely concerning. Yeah. These are very, very serious allegations. Um, you know, I think uh, for us covering this league, this is, uh, I, I, I don't remember allegations uh, this specific, well, you know, especially when it comes to, what has been bargained for already. So I think the league and the, and the process of them looking into it is going to be something that's, that's fascinating. And uh, you, the aces are going to have to respond. And um, I really hope that the investigation is, is very transparent, you know, even from, you know, like a learning aspect, because uh, I know if you're, you know, applying for a job, like a lot of, like, there's a lot of labor, you know, agreements, uh, at least in Canada sort of thing where you, you're not allowed to ask someone if they're getting pregnant, if they intend to get pregnant, that sort of thing. It, it right. is, it's, it's discrimination, right? So, um, it, you know, you, you can't, yeah, like, it's, well, it's, I hate the whole, um, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, here. no, no, no. I'm like, so I'm starting to meander a bit. So go for it. Um, I hate the whole like, oh, it's unclear if they knew or or didn't know if she was pregnant. Yeah, it's that like, shouldn't matter. Sh that shouldn't matter. She's allowed to be pregnant. You know That's what right. I mean? Exactly. Like it, it that like, oh well, we just signed a two year deal with her, and now she's having a child, and it's like that's in her right to do. You know? Yeah, like, that's just within her rights. So that kind of bugs me. Well, and just reading this quote, <clears throat> um, uh. Uh, Hamby wrote, uh, I was told that I was a question mark uh, and that it's uh, it was said that I said I would get pregnant again. And there was a concern for my level of commitment to the team. So, yeah, those two things like it's very, for lack of a better word, very uncool to equate those two things. 
that's there's no that's absolutely not the truth of a scenario. You're not uncommitted to your team because you're deciding to bear a child. And yeah, I mean, it's already so difficult for players to time out their pregnancies, get back into, you know, athletic form, all that kind of stuff. So for then there to also be this, like this added hoop, this added wrinkle for a player to, you know, be traded or dealt or dismissed uh, is, is bad. And, you know, I think like kind of bigger picture from, from Hamby, it's like, you don't want to discourage players from having kids. Right. So no, that's or, or getting pregnant. Right. So like, this is, this definitely needs to be dealt with, um, you know, uh, just repeating myself, but in a transparent, responsible way. Yeah. And I think like, you know, one of the difficult things or one of the many difficult things with this is that it's really hard to prove. And people who do have discriminatory tactics uh, do things in a covert way deliberately. So it is hard to prove. So I'm yeah. not saying that, you know, whether the aces have or haven't discriminated against her it, we just don't have enough information to say as of right now mm -hmm. but i know based on my own experience so obviously like i haven't been pregnant or anything but like i used to work for a company and i found out that a guy who had the exact same position as me who started the same time i started uh got a raise and i didn't and I and also like I wasn't made like permanent at the company like they kept putting me on contracts and I was on contracts for over two years, which meant they couldn't pay me uh, vacation days or sick mm -hmm. days. And uh, I knew that wasn't even legal. Like you can't do that to someone for over two years straight and stuff like that. And then I tried to uh, talk to my boss about it. And I was like, listen, like, I deserve, like, a fair deal here, blah, blah, blah. And and then I got let go. I got laid off for uh, trying to defend myself. And there's no, like, I can't prove, like, it was discrimination. But deep down, like, I know it was. Yeah. You know I mean, what I mean? And that's often how these things happen. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, this is like a larger sort of conversation, but like part of what always frustrates me about this idea of like, you know, overly sensitive society and cancel culture is like what you're describing is like mm -hmm. the real cancel culture. Right. Is that to me is sort of what like people's jobs, uh, you know, being on the line and being discriminated against in a way that you can't exactly prove, but you know, you know, that's substantial and that's real. Mm -hmm. And um, A, I'm sorry that happened to you. B, I think that, you know, it's, it's good for you to share that because th this is something that, that a lot of women go through a lot of POC, a lot of POCs go through and it's something that, yeah, isn't exactly hard or easy to prove. And it's sort of in this weird gray area of like corporate bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, that's often, Oh my God, it's here. It's here. Huge. Sorry, I just buzzed in my McDonald's. No, that was like that was the most relieving <laughs> beep I've heard in a long time. I love how we're in this really serious moment, and you're like, "Oh my god, it's here!" <laughs> Honestly, it felt like New Year's. Like it just felt like I just screamed out "Happy New Year." <laughs> we're ringing in the New Year's with an iced coffee, baby. <laughs> so 
such a mess today. Oh my God. I mean, look, like I, I just want to say, I, you know, I wish nothing but Dierica Hamby the best. Yes. Um, I'm not sure exactly when she's due exactly, but she did say she does plan to play at some point this coming season. So, yeah. you know, she's with the sparks. I definitely look forward to her return. I, I feel like, you know, free agency is February 1st. We're recording this January 25th. Uh, hard to know exactly where the sparks are going to go, like what direction they're going to go in in yeah. terms of like, are they going to retain their talent? Are they going to be signing any additional new talent? You know, I, I'm not sure if they're up for a rebuild or not as of right now, but, you know, we'll, we'll you know see. Yeah, and I think you know we're we're gonna get to this later, but um, Kurt Miller is a uh, you know it's it's a really big deal that he has uh, went to the Sparks, uh, and it seemed at first like it was like a total you know rebuild scenario. Like, why is Kurt Miller going to the Sparks? You know, after just being in, in the championship. And yeah, I, I don't want to. You mean the finals? Uh, yeah, sorry, the the finals. Um, you know, like why is he leaving the Sun? And it was sort of like, okay, I guess like you, you know, are getting paid more, and maybe that was the end of the story. But I'm starting to think with 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 Hamby and you know, sort of the idea around what's going on with the Spark. Like maybe maybe they're they have bigger ambitions this year than than we originally realized and conversely and again i don't want to totally uh jump subjects but i think with what's going on with the sun right now that's a really that's a really like kind of like big deal as far as a directional change so uh, yeah you know a, a lot's gonna happen in the next couple weeks but um i yeah i'm changing my mind a little bit on the spark so like you know i feel like there's they're, they're they're not a team that's interested in tanking so yeah they're up um, to something for sure yeah they're, they're up to something uh, you know like like uh too long don't read the sparks are up to something um and i think yeah i guess as are the sun well i feel like okay first of all my mcdonald's arrived i'm so thrilled yeah. i got an iced coffee because i'm a psycho and <laughs> uh it came with a christmas cup huge we have i didn't even know we had christmas like iced coffee cups here in canada wow but we do and there's a reason they still have them because no one's ordering an iced coffee iced um, coffee in a snowstorm let's go yeah that's where i'm at right now um as as we've established uh i'm more i think and i, I think the sun are leaning towards a rebuild I mean, yeah, I would say they are like that. That was, a, yeah, you know. Uh, I again, mean, we have. Um, do you want to jump into talking about John Quell Jones? Let's right let's now? do it. I feel like we're we're teetering, so let's just go for it. It's a, yeah, it's a so huge piece of news. Yeah, so huge blockbuster trade. Uh, it was a three team trade between. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, the New York Liberty, Connecticut uh sun and the dallas wings uh i was sorry and the reason why i'm laughing is um this article says new york gets uh connecticut gets dallas gets and i read that as jets for a second so i read new york jets you're like new york jets how are they involved like, in all this i was like what is happening anyway it was a multi-team multiplayer deal 
that you know and the big part of this here i can read out exactly what happened sure. so new york has john quill jones from connecticut and kayla thornton from dallas connecticut has rebecca allen the number six pick in the 2023 WNBA draft both from new york and uh tasha harris from dallas uh dallas gets natasha howard and reserves rights to crystal dangerfield from the new york liberty so because um connecticut um is also getting um the new york liberty's pick this year and they got rid of their star player which i believe it, uh, it was requested by john Coljo. it was yeah yeah so i that all to me leans towards a rebuilding yeah, it definitely seems like they are headed that way. Um, one thing I thought was interesting in uh, in the article, and this is just sort of like a like a There's learning. Too much thing. sugar in this iced coffee. Fair. Um, <sighs> if there was a way to remove sugar, I mean, I I I you, you can, but, but you I gotta... didn't. But it's like I didn't know how to do just like a half sugar on the app. Yeah. Anyway, it's fine. I substituted for milk instead of the heavy cream they use, so I feel better about that. Yeah, you know, baby <sighs> steps. Yeah, thanks. Okay, sorry. As we're saying, <laughs> um, baby steps. New York Jets. Um, <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah, I think the the, the Junkwell Jones thing. What's interesting to me too is that uh, we're you know I guess newer students of the league and. An MVP changing teams upon request is something that I feel like they in, in the article we saw has only happened a couple times. Um, uh, it's happened in free agency, but like you know, uh, Tina Charles uh, also uh, asked for a trade, also from the Sun and also to the Liberty. Mm-hmm. So that's got to be a blow for for Sun fans. Um, and I, I mean, yeah, the combo of like Kurt Miller out jones out um is i i it's it's weird to me that they made it to the final and they've just seemingly decided to like punt i agree i i don't quite like you know i think you were the first person i heard say that like it's the aces league for a while and i think that's very fair but i don't I don't know. I feel like the Sun were were a closer competitor. We'll see what New York does. The Sun were a closer competitor than basically any other team, especially with, you know, Bird leaving Seattle and, you know. So, but yeah, I mean, I guess maybe, maybe that's part of the logic, right? Maybe they're like, yeah, the Aces are too good. Uh, I, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I, I even when I did say that, I certainly wasn't expecting a Suns rebuild. And and also that very much was dependent on what happens in free agency, because they said, you know, if Brianna does sign with New York, you know, now they're a contender, but it's going to take a move like that for another team, I think, to truly rival the Aces, because, you know, I'm just looking around at the league like I just I mean, even if Chicago stays intact, you know, they'll definitely be in the mix. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just feel like the aces are just they're they're just younger and faster, frankly. Like when you look at a five game series. So, you know, now that John Quell is with the Liberty, I would already put them as a contender, but there's still a world where they sign 
Brianna Stewart in addition to this. Which is full super team mode. They have the space. That is full super team mode. And I think, um, oh, wait, I'm going to get ahead of myself here because I wanted to talk about um, Brianna's free agency um, as well. I mean, yeah. Is it okay if I segue into that? Yeah, yeah. No, I feel like uh, we've covered it. John Quill Jones. Yeah. Going from the sun is massive. Um, I mean, we didn't really talk about like Dallas in all of this, but it seems like Dallas was sort of like a facilitator. Is that fair to say? Yes, um, I think so. And which... Dallas always is just in the middle for me all the time. <laughs> Honestly, right? Like they're <laughs> what else to say? They're a fun Dallas team right to watch. Now. They're 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 they, all their games are close. Uh, but yeah, like, Dallas is one of the most like, uh, for lack of a better word, like the uh, harder teams to kind of like directionally figure out like i don't like dallas i don't understand their plan um but yeah yeah yeah, you know it's it's a good time to move on to stewie okay so let's talk about stewie you know everyone has her free agency you know highly anticipated in addition to the emojis which we're also going to talk about yes she um tweeted that she wants to use wait i want to pull up the thing so i have the exact quote in front of me oh my god there's so many articles in front of me this is what happens when you don't have the coffee okay Mm -hmm. sorry i'm pulling it up again here um that she would like to be part of a deal that helps subsidize charter flights for the entire WNBA. That includes contributing her NIL posts and production hours to ensure we all travel in a way that prioritizes player health and safety, which ultimately results in a better product. Who's with me? So that's what she tweeted. And this is extremely intentional in that this is going to be a part of her free agency negotiation yeah which is huge it's massive um i think yeah we'll get to the cryptic tweets in a little bit but uh one thing i will say you know i like to do this on uh on my other podcast as well uh for anyone that's listening you know if you don't know what nil is uh, i didn't know till recently either it's just an acronym for name image and likeness so that's a way for stewie to say all my non, uh, you know, like on the court earnings, I'm willing to contribute. And I think what was so substantial about th- there's a lot of su- substantial things about this, but, um, you know, other players, uh, John Morant from the NBA said, you can count me in Sue bird, uh, you know, uh, uh, sent an emoji, you know, with, putting her, hand her, ha- raised, with yeah. her hand raised. Like, so this is a big, this is a big kind of, statement from a big player in the league um and then of of course you know it's tied to griner right Mm -hmm. so griner's a massive part of this she you know uh it's been said by espn she can't travel without security so she's going to need to fly chartered flights which then begs the question if she's on chartered flights you imagine that it would be weird for her to be on chartered flights and her uh, Mercury teammates to be on to not uh, be on those flights to not be right, and then it's this whole thing of like wait so now there's preferential treatment yeah exactly so I think it's sort of like it, it feels like the, there's a snowball that's you know starting to to you know gain weight I don't know weird analogy uh, there's a snowball that's getting bigger down the hill um, 
And also another angle, this is, you know, this is so fun to me because it's just like a million things going on. Um, but another angle to me is, uh, is the Psy family who owns the Liberty uh, and, uh, and, and the Brooklyn Nets. They were the ones punished for the chartered flights. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and, and, and Joe Psy offered to uh, individually facilitate this for the entire league. Uh, you know, he's obviously extremely rich as being the owner of uh, Alibaba. So, but yeah, I, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot to read into this. And I, I think it's a very um, strategic move by Stewie and I like it quite a bit. Yeah. I really like this move by her. A part of me is just like, I hate that she even has to do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like it shouldn't be on her. Like the owner shouldn't be on her to do this. But I do think it is very strategic of her in a good way to do it. And I think it does put a lot of pressure on the league to sort something out amongst yeah. the owners. Um, they shouldn't have to wait until the next, like, CBA with the players union or anything yeah. like that. Which is like, a long ways away, so. Like, yes, exactly. Because, you know, it was always unfair, but COVID has really changed things. And the like you said, the Brittany Griner situation also really, really changes things. Yeah. And I think they just need to face this reality for what it is and and figure it out. So I think it's good that she's putting pressure on the league now while there's still time for them to sort it out. And and also I feel like, you know, whether it ends up being Joe Psy or what, if you're rich enough to own a franchise like this, you're rich enough to own a plane. Yes. You know what I mean? po- No, really? Like that's a fair <laughs> thing to say. Like, how are you, how do you have enough money to own a WNBA team, but not a plane? Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I feel like, you know, they got to sort it out. They have time. I mean, it's just January now. So they have several months to figure it out. And, you know, with having, you know, we talked about having a game in Toronto and it's like, well, if you want to expand internationally, you're going to need to have more control over your travel. Big time. Like, I, I, you know, it's like, yes, Toronto people. That's a, that's a major, I think, block to us having a team. Yeah, uh, you know, I think like with chartered flights, um, yeah, is is sort of a nece- you know, it's it's a necessity if you're going to be also traveling internationally. Also, I I feel like uh, Engelbert was a bit strategic here. I don't know, it, you know, if she's quoted as saying this or how exactly this came out. Uh, been in all of this uh, in this article, anyways. Um, there's this line here that says the WNBA currently doesn't allow charter flights for its clubs. Commissioner Kathy Engelbert has said it would cost the league 20 million each season for every team to fly privately. So she's put a price on it. And I feel like that to me is mm. deliberate in saying you want this. We've actually done the math. It's $20 million. So um, jaw Joe, Joe Sai. John whoever, Morant, you mean? Yeah, John Morant. Like whoever it is, <laughs> hey, there's the number. There's the number. It's twenty million. Yeah, I, as much as I love John Morant and his uh, support for the WNBA, it should not be on John Morant. 
it's not it's not for sure i actually like i'm not trying to no of course uh, i'm not i'm not not saying you're saying that i just mean in general no and it's a it's a it's a it's a point worth reminding though like like where you're coming from i feel like is the key nugget of this it shouldn't be based on like philanthropy right to do this this is like a thing that's going to help the league it's going to help the players they're going to be healthier um it will allow for more games in the future it's just a a a necessity for this level of league Mm -hmm. right there's no i i mean i don't know of another league uh, that is, is that like, is a major league that where, where the players fly coach and are, you know, I, I, I don't know of one. Um, and if there is one, they're probably trying to change to chartered flights. You know, this isn't a scenario where like athletes, um, are asking for too much. Like we're, you know, we're expecting a product for them to put their bodies on the line. Um, and, having chartered flights is, is a huge part of it. The space, they're also, you know, big people like, I, I don't know. Yeah. It, it definitely mm-hmm. it is a thing where um, the momentum's there. I think there's a path. And to your earlier point, I think the timing's right, you know, and I feel like there, there is time to make this happen. It, it would, it would definitely color the season with a positive light if this was a, you know, an announcement before the year started, like, you know what, this year we we're not going to wait till the bargaining agreement. We've negotiated a deal with these, with X amount of parties or whatever. And we're going to, uh, we're going to charter flights. Yeah. I mean, I, I completely agree with you. Um, it, it, the more I think about it, the more ludicrous it feels to me that each team just like, when you buy a team, it should just come with a plane. <laughs> like I just can't get over. Oh, that. totally. No. It should just come with a plane. Like you, like it should be just in the cost of owning the team. Yeah. But it, you know, I, A I mean, plus B equals plane. Look, like yeah. I think, like you know, I, I don't know how people schedule these seasons. You know, I refer to them as the scheduling gods because it just feels very convoluted. Yeah. But I feel like you know, even in scheduling. All of these games, like I've talked about doing a more baseball style schedule where you have more back to backs with the same team right there. That's fewer flights. Um, You could even there's a world where you schedule things. So like New York and Washington have the same plane. You know what I mean? Like, like there's there's 12 teams. This season is four months long. If you scheduled more back-to-backs and had fewer flights, there's a world where it's like it's eight planes instead of 12 even. You know what I mean? Just to even get you started. Like, I don't know. I don't even know if that's true. (laughs) I don't even know if that's actually realistic, but I'm just putting it out there in that like, you know, if you really want to make this happen – you could make it happen. I do think the sched- like the doing the more baseball style scheduling would be huge. But- yeah, I, from an entertainment stake uh, or uh, stance, uh, I, I love it as well. And and you know, to echo your point, I think there, the the means, you know, will be there. Uh, it, you know, and if there's a will, there's a way. Uh, and I think there's certainly a will right now, and it's gonna take some. Yeah, for lack of a better word, like cheap owners or people who are, I don't know. It's going to take like uh, someone to like 
step in front of momentum to stop this right now. And I just really hope that no one does that. Yeah, I mean, it's at the point now where it's contributed to a lot of negative press for the league. And that alone is a reason why they need to get out from under this. Yes. Um, also, too, it's like, I don't like, I don't know. It's like there's got to be a way to work in some sponsorship. You know what I mean? Like they have this huge yeah. deal with like Google, like. I don't know. Like, there's just totally. got to be a way to like add sponsorship into the situation, you yeah. know. Ask Instagram or something. Yeah, like to in order to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Instagram, Instagram playing. You guys. And then and then yeah. everyone does like these like like cute like social media posts on the plane. All the, they would probably hate that, but they I mean the players that. might the players that. might hate that. But I think like but I do think they would be open to that if if that's what it if that helped them get to a certain point. You know what yeah. I mean? But I don't think ultimately at the end of the day, I don't think. Brianna Stewart should have to sell um, or give away her profits in name and likeness uh, in order to make this happen. That's just an unfair position to put her in. But yes. I do like that she's putting it out there as a as a negotiation tactic. Yeah, exactly. And I think she's saying I'm willing to sacrifice. And you know, I think it should be noted, you know, in the article as well that uh, Shanae Gumake, um, uh, Elena Deladon, uh, Kalea Copper. Uh, Alicia Clarendon, uh, Alicia Clark, uh, like a lot of people are jumping on this. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's the, the, the momentum's there, right? You know, certainly you don't hear any players or coaches advocating against this. And you already have uh, the, the history of, of Joe Sai. You have the history of uh, at least one owner uh, not only being for it, just doing it. Yeah. Like being like, you know what? I'm just going to skirt this rule because it's dumb. So I think the fact that you already have like probably not probably certainly the wealthiest owner in the league saying, I think we should do this. And also when, when he was fine, he was like, I'll help facilitate this. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, like it's not just players, right? Yeah, I mean the Aces have a wealthy owner as well. Yeah. Um, I think there's a few teams that have wealthy owners. It's just not every single team. So, you know, they have to come together and and, and figure it out. And like I said, even the, the quote unquote non wealthy owners are still uh, pretty wealthy. Yes. So let's get into these cryptic tweets. Let's, let's get this into these fun. tweets. What is going on, Stewie? So. I'm sure you have all seen Brianna Stewart has done some multiple cryptic tweets, which are just emojis, uh, just a ton of emojis in a row. Everyone's trying to figure out what they are. No one knows for sure, but uh, she is relishing in this free agency and yeah. I love it. It's entertaining. I love it. It's very entertaining. I mean, some of them I'm like, I didn't even know that was an emoji. Yeah. The emoji game is strong. <laughs> Um, and my interpretation of images and, and, and hieroglyphics is weak. Uh, but I hieroglyphics. do. Yeah, the hieroglyphics. Not yeah, the hieroglyphics. Not the Well, I, I do love as a society, we started with uh, like, you know, we started with images. We, yeah, we, we started with language, hieroglyphics. And now we're, and now we're back, in a you know, <laughs> full circle. Hot takes, hot takes. Hot takes. That's fun. That should be part of your stand up. Thank um you. okay so 
you know, she started off tweeting about, um, oh, I just had it in front of me and then I clicked away. Here it is. You know, it's like trophy, baby bottle, plane, house, (laughs) money, basketball. So all of that kind of makes sense, right? Like she wants to win. She is a champion, wants to win another championship. She had a baby last year. She's talking about travel home you know where is she gonna live she obviously cares about her family she's trying to get the bag she she plays basketball you know but now we have a wave so that could mean you know momentum yeah but then she wrote equals equals is a big part of this equals i really like now we've got a leopard an alligator or crocodile uh a crane like a like a like a construction crane that's the one where i'm like i didn't even know that was an emoji (laughs) yeah um an electrical plug um her horoscope is that her horoscope sign that's the one uh of all these that made you think of hieroglyphics (laughs) no where i just i'm like i don't know what that is i think it's i think it's a horoscope thing and then she's purple like look like a prince symbol maybe it's not but yeah Yeah, and then she's got dog paws and a building i think that's a building or is it a newspaper uh i i i can't i'm gonna go building Anyway, uh, is it a building or a newspaper? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, wild, just wild stuff. Um, we do have another tweet with just a calendar and the in the spicy chili emoji. Uh, you know, which just means free agency is going to be spicy, I guess. Um, yeah, that one's straightforward to me. I see that, that one is straightforward. Like, spicy um, season. Let's go. You know. Yeah. There's another one that's straightforward, which is um the storm cloud, um the wolf, the the building, and the Statue of Liberty, which means she's talking to the storm, the links, uh the mystics, and the Liberty. Yes. Yeah. Which that is really pretty- fun. That's a great way to announce like. Which teams you're talking to? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Imagine like Kevin Durant did that in emojis; people would have lost their mind. Um, but anyway, uh, but here's another fun one that uh, doesn't make sense to me. Are you yeah, ready this, for this? This one's nuts. <laughs> so we've got the alarm. Yes. Like the siren. The alarm. Um, all good. Yeah. Um, the purple devil emoji. Sure, creating havoc. Yeah, a juice box. Need hydration. Yeah, uh, an ice cube. More hydration. I don't know. <laughs> More hydration. <laughs> I was gonna say that she's ice cold, like you know, like you're like you're ice cold. Like sure, yeah, yeah, okay. You're making moves, you know. Uh, then we have like a pin. Sharp like as a, attack. Like a y- yes, okay. Stay sharp. Uh, now we have. <laughs> <laughs> this one is nuts to me like you can really go a lot of like and now we have after that we have the recycling symbol yeah let's do the it reduce, again reduce reuse recycle symbol yes then we have a flag pole like drag race flag yeah like made it to the end and then sushi so she's gonna celebrate with sushi at the end of all of this that's yeah. the only part that makes sense to me is that she's gonna celebrate with sushi and uh, a big, big shout out, I uh, hope I'm pronouncing it out, to Sarah uh, Vassile, um, who wrote this article. Because, uh, yeah, she really went in on this particular tweet. And I feel like her logic sort of makes sense, but it's like, it's like you're really having to like she she's like i don't like when when the juice and ice comes up, it's like, okay. But the <laughs> the sushi apparently um Seattle is a big sushi town. 
Oh. Uh, yes. Yeah, so. But I feel like a lot of c- cities are big sushi places. Yeah, it's a stretch. Like the su- but maybe, but maybe it is more so than than other places. Sushi at celebration, uh, I think, also makes a lot of sense. Like you know, you, I assumed co- it was at the end of all this. She's gonna have sushi. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the fact that it is that it is a sushi uh town does make sense because it's a coastal town. Anything that's on an ocean yeah. coast, hot tip has better sushi. Uh yeah. maybe if that's you're... not a hot tip, maybe everyone on planet Earth knew that. But I'm telling you, I spent some time in Halifax, Nova Scotia, and I was like, Oh my god, the sushi here is on another level. My um my wife is from South Carolina, mm. and when she first moved to Toronto, uh she she was re- refusing to have shrimp here. And I didn't understand. And finally, she was like, just think about how far that shrimp has traveled. She's like, I only rock with D-Vein shrimp. I need fresh shrimp. I'm like, okay. And, you know, <laughs> going to South Carolina, they got some good shrimp. Yeah, I'm not going to yeah, lie. Bet, uh, her, her, her folks live in the low country, Beaufort, South Carolina. And, yeah, great seafood there. And if you're in Toronto uh, and you're surrounded by lakes, I mean, salmon, sure. Uh, but... Uh, everything else not uh, our not our trout i don't know if any of that's coming from the great lakes to be honest yeah exactly it's like if you're eating shrimp and you're in toronto baby that's been in a truck yeah i just assume all our food's been in a truck fair from far away i don't know like you always see these commercials and it's like i mean for our for our american listeners this will be funny but like you always see these commercials where it's like you know triple a alberta beef or whatever right so it's like even the beef's coming from the way from alberta you know yeah that's pretty which is really far the shrimp is closer probably (laughs) maybe listen we get tomatoes here shout out leamington ontario what's good tomato fest heard of that if we have any listeners from leamington they just were like whoa this is my day (laughs) this guy just gave me a shout out i didn't even know that yeah we got some fresh tomatoes yeah we are able to grow a lot of produce (laughs) here we grow some stuff okay yeah you know but whatever um okay that's that's a wild uh (laughs) that's a wild segue anyways highly entertained by her by her cryptic yeah. tweets i hope we get a few more before uh free agency happens um yeah wild times freddie i believe that brings us to our freddie's fun question yes it does uh it's been a fun time so far uh and i feel like you know i gotta a- a- end this with um uh maya moore has announced that she is officially uh, retiring from the yes. WNBA. Um, one fine day, me and you will watch that doc. Oh, um, <laughs> but we should uh, schedule. We need to schedule it. That's our problem. We just haven't we, scheduled it. That's right. Uh, we we, we got to get it done. Um, but uh, you know, I think obviously remarkable uh career, remarkable talent. Um, everything she's done off the court with uh um, uh, I believe it's is it Jonathan? Yeah, J- Jonathan Irons. Um, and working on his uh, release is just such a beautiful, amazing story. Uh, and she's just an incredible figure. Um, but, you know, it made me think about retirement in general. And if you're a public figure, 
Like, how do you do that? There's so many different avenues to uh, announce your retirement. Um, obviously, we saw it with Bird and with Fowles. Uh, and it made me think, um, Catherine, if you were a public figure, mm-hmm. how would you go about retirement? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> okay, this is such a dumb answer. <laughs> so uh, shout out to uh, our friend, uh, Alan Shane Lewis. He got to um, participate in a, oh in a contest yes, on did. the court of a Toronto Raptors game. So you know how like, uh, you know, during like in between like quarters or at halftime, they do like these different contests with people. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's a half court shot or whatever. So in this one, they had different um, sections on the floor where you if you make a shot, you earn X number of dollars. Now, Alan is host of the Canadian Baking Show is a fantastic show that's our version of the great british bake-off mm-hmm. and uh he's on the court he's a fantastic phenomenal basketball player you know he has ripped into all of uh the comedy community here i'm pretty sure he's dunked on people he has a video of him dunking on demar Derozan. um and in this contest with the with the big lights i think alan only made like one shot or two shots uh poor guy you know he kind of he bombed out there but i kept messaging him i was like dude this is still so cool that you got to do this and he's you know he's a comedian he has a great sense of humor about himself but i just thought you know what i would if i were to announce my retirement i'd dim the lights i'd miss a few shots and i'd be like i'm done (laughs) wow that was that was a long walk (laughs) to slag alan shane lewis Um, who i think listens to this pod heads up i think he listens to the pod if if Catherine's having a bad day and mcdonald's is late buddy you're getting dragged okay i don't even know that came from the depths you i i didn't have anything prepared (laughs) you wrong Catherine somehow and you're getting yours (laughs) That's what's happening right now. Alan, I, I, you know, I was rooting for you. Um, my, my brother Miguel uh, and my sister-in-law, Elisa, uh, there's Section 309 of Scotiabank. They filmed you. We're all going for it. Uh, we're, we're proud of you. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, I, I can't believe Catherine looped you into her answer. I'll, I'll just say that we're cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're good. Alan, I love you. Um oh, the, wow. like I can't come on, Deadly. that was funny though. <laughs> um that was funny. Uh, and I think he's gonna get the shock of his life when he listens to this podcast. Um but uh oh my that God. shouldn't be my real answer. I'm gonna come up with another answer, oh, but no, that is that's it. Um <laughs> mine uh is um uh, I, I mean, it's it's been done before, but I feel like, hey, in this scenario, I am a public figure. I'm doing it. I want a doc. You want um, a whole doc, yeah. I want a documentary. Follow me around. Uh, I'll, I'll make it weird. You know what I mean? We'll we'll yeah. we'll do like some of that. Uh, there's that show everyone's going wild for right now, Paul T. Goldman. Um, sort of, I'll, I'll blur the reality between like, is this real? Is this not? Well, I'll make sure it's dramatic as hell. So I won't Wait, go. Quiet. What do you mean you'll you'll blur the line between if it's real or if it isn't real? Well, I'll actually be retiring, but I'll like set up scenarios that are sort of scripted. 
right? So it's like, you know, like we'll be doing something and be like, oh, this is what I do every day. But it's not. It's set up. It's set up for camera. Like I'm not just I'm not just like being myself. Like I'm doing it for the sake of entertainment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna mess with people. I'm gonna make this a piece of art. Okay, I like that. It's very like weird all of you. Thank you. That's yeah, a, that's I mean that I order of compliment for me. Yeah, it is. And I mean I definitely mean it that way. I haven't seen his biopic. But he came out with a biopic earlier this year. Daniel yeah. Radcliffe plays mm-hmm. Weird Al. And apparently the movie is like, like it's mocking other biopics. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's not a straightforward earnest, which totally. makes sense for him because that's what that would be. And I'm surprised it didn't get more attention because I think that's such a funny and unique idea. But I, ha- I, I saw that it was at TIFF earlier this year, but I haven't actually seen the film. Yeah, mine maybe would be like mocking retirement docs. So like everywhere I yeah, go, Yeah, no, so it's mocking cares. the last dance and stuff That's like that. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Like I'll just portray myself as like the greatest person that ever lived. And um, That's so fun. Everyone that gets interviewed about me, like they don't even really know who I am. All um, right. Well, now I feel especially like a bad person. <laughs> hey, don't worry. I'm talking about trolling uh, the entire general public. Uh, you just trolled one person, so... <laughs> Why did both our answers involve trolling people? That's our retirement announcement. It's it's the vibe, you know. It's the vibe of the day. It's. Vibe. I thought. I thought. It, I also thought it would be fun. Is the vibe of the day. I also thought it would be funny to do like a fake proposal. <laughs> okay, this is good. But then it's like, but then I say no. That's and then I, and then it's like actually I'm retiring. Like you, you convince. <laughs> uh alan to propose to you not you say, yeah you say no to him great <laughs> i was thinking it'd be like it would be like the mascot like the mascot proposes to me and they and then and then they were no they're not going to reveal themselves <laughs> that would be so <laughs> okay this is getting good that'd be so crazy um no i don't know i'm gonna i'm just gonna keep my i i have to keep it as is alan shane lewis is a great basketball player and he needs another chance on that court yeah we got we gotta start that campaign like he's gotta be the first person who comes back yeah he's got yeah he needs yeah he needs a round two he needs a round two for sure um okay freddie that's been our episode it's a long one today but there was just so much going on action packed, uh, both in the WNBA and just in my life yeah. uh thank you everyone for for tuning into this week's episode i apologize for being just so out of it today <laughs> but i hope this was a fun ride for all of you uh to tune into 40 uh 40th episode we did it we're 40 we're 40 so uh we'll be back uh you know every other week uh i mean unless like free agency is just so crazy we're like we got to get on the horn right now Mm -hmm. that's possible uh we haven't discussed that i just thought of that right now in this outro but we'll figure that out uh super excited to see where stewie's gonna end up and everything else so thank you again uh super appreciate it and uh we'll catch you next time Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus